CPA and CFP Don Cash has made it his life's work to help people like you plan their finances and achieve their retirement goals. It's time for your money and your life. Back here for another podcast edition of Your Money and Your Life with Don Cash. As always, thanks so much for subscribing and tuning in to our podcast. We always appreciate your time on here. Don, my friend, welcome in. How are you? Good, Mark. How are you? Doing very good. I'm I'm a little heavier from all the turkey I ate. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> Doing good, recovering. You know, it's really the one day of the year where I, I go overboard, but it's nice having uh, the family over and just being able to, you know, relax for a few days and hang out with the family, watch some football and and just unwind a bit. We're not big shoppers, Black Friday people. Yeah, um, us either. Unfortunately, my kids uh, in college, they do work in retail, so they're they're working o- over the weekend. But it was great, and looking forward to uh, the Christmas season. Yeah. My daughter's birthday is the beginning of December, so that's traditionally the day we put the tree up, and it's it, it always goes by so quickly. So I have the intention it seems like every year just to enjoy it and not to find myself the first week of January chucking the tray and saying, oh boy, it went by so fast. <laughs> yeah, I didn't right. even stop to smell the roses. But uh, Yeah, I agree yeah. with you on that one. Well, good. Well, I'm glad you had a good Thanksgiving and hope our listeners did as well. And yet at the time of this podcast taping, we're into our early December here, or I guess just the very tail end of... Um, of uh, November. So let's hit our headline here, Don. So I read somewhere that this uh, Medicare IRMA, I-R-M-A-A season, uh, that more people are getting letters stating that they're going to be paying a surcharge for this. Can you kind of explain a little bit this uh, of this to us, enlighten us a bit? Ah, yes, Mark. We talked about this in a few other episodes. The government loves these acronyms. Uh, it's Medicare IRMA season, and uh, November is the month that many people receive these IRMA Medicare letters, and IRMA stands for Income-Related Monthly Adjustment Amount. I know it's a mouthful, (laughs) uh, but it refers to the amount of premium or the extra premium that people pay over the age 65 each month for Medicare. So, a bit of an overview. When a person reaches age 65 and retires, they're covered by what they call original Medicare for healthcare if they work enough years. This is something most people are aware of. Uh, and Medicare consists of what they call Part A, that's hospital insurance, and Medicare Part B, that's medical insurance. So Part A covers things like inpatient care for hospitals and rehab and some limited amount of uh, home care. And Medicare Part B covers things like doctor visits, lab tests, screenings, ambulance, things like that. So typically people also purchase what's called a Medicare supplement policy, and that would cover the gaps or the 20% that Medicare Part B does not cover. Now, there's no premium for Part A that's covered by your payroll tax. We discussed that on a prior show. That's that 1.45% tax on your salary, there is a premium for Part B, as in boy. That's $135 in 2019. It's going up to $144 and change in the year 2020. So where the government gets those numbers, Mark, and a lot of people don't realize this, is that they calculate the cost of Medicare Part B in total, and then they assess what's called a 25%, 75% split. 
So that $144 a month is basically the 25% and the government pays the 75% difference. So what they're saying in effect is that Medicare Part B really cost $542 a month. You pay $135 and Uncle Sam pays the $407. Interesting. So for those with what's considered to be high income over age 65, there's also this IRMA surcharge, and that's where that comes from. So they're saying that the split for high income people is no longer 25-75, it's 50-50 or 60-40 or 75-25, depending upon your income. Ah, I see. So for 2020, this surcharge starts at an income of $87,000 for single people and $174,000 for those married filing joint. The government says that something like only 5% of seniors pay this ARMA mark, but gosh, to me, it seems like a lot more. And the income is based on what they call modified adjusted gross income. So it's not just your adjusted gross income, another one of those things, one of those quirks. So it includes your salary, your pension, uh, taxable social security, interest, dividends, and even your tax-free municipal bond income they get in there to factor into the surcharge. So what the government does is look at your tax returns for the prior two years. That's where it gets a little tricky, Mark. So for the year 2020 surcharge, they're looking at your 2018 tax returns. And it's logical because that's the last year that you filed. And then they determine what your modified adjusted gross income was that year and then essentially hit you with that IRMA surcharge. Hmm. So essentially, the IRS is working with the Social Security Administration. They're all working together to determine if you pay this surcharge. And, and if you're over that limit, there's five tiers oh my or surcharge levels. Yeah, that's certainly a lot of information, a lot of, uh, I guess, calculation going on in there. So it's not just the surcharge uh, that's there. It's levels or tiers to this that could alter the surcharge. Can you break that out for us some? Well, there's five tiers, okay. and I won't go into all the details. We can put this as a link on the uh, podcast. Sure. I think that'll be better. But at the five tiers, they start at $87,000 a year for single people. And if you're over that uh, modified adjusted gross income level, there's an extra $55 a month in surcharge. So that's on top of your Medicare Part B premium, on top of your Medicare supplement premium. And then the tiers go up from there until you hit $500,000. That's the top tier for uh, the surcharge. Now, the tiers, these are the top brackets. They just about double those numbers for married people. So the first tier for a married person is not $87,000. It's a modified adjusted gross income of $174,000. And there's also a surcharge on top of that mark for the Medicare Part D as in drug benefit. It's a much more minor uh, surcharge, but it it does start at that same income level. Well, we'll, again, as you mentioned, we'll put the uh, the chart and the information up on the podcast for details online there to make that a little easier to look through. So where people run up against these charges is is where? Well, uh, usually they run up against these charges at a couple of points. One, if they work 
past age 65, because then their income is still quite high. Perhaps they sell a property or an asset for a large capital gain. There's another area where you have a one-time perhaps hit to your income that year. Uh, Sometimes people take a lot of money from their IRA. There could be a hit to their income that year, or I should say an increase to their income that year. They have a sizable required minimum distribution after age 70 and a half. That also creates a surprise sometimes. Or if they have a lump sum payment of some type, they sell a business or have an unusual event in that year, then there is a surcharge. So here's how we deal with it often once we get wind that someone has a letter with this Irma charge. There's an appeal form that a lot of people don't realize that can be filed if the surcharge was in a year of what they call a so-called life-changing event. So it's a way around the surcharge. And some of the life-changing events are uh, death of a spouse, marriage, uh, divorce, work reduction, loss of a pension, a receipt of a settlement from a former employer. There's a whole bunch of life-changing events. And if it's appropriate, we file the appeal form and help them get around this Medicare surcharge. And yeah, folks, we'll definitely post that online as well. And of course, as always, uh, if depending on how you found this podcast, go to donaldcash.com. That's donaldcash.com. On the podcast section there, uh, you'll see our the links and the way we break down the show notes for the uh, for the podcast. And you can find all that information there. And of course, if you have questions or concerns, as always, don't forget to just reach out to Don and give him a call. Always before you take any action on anything you hear, you should always check with a qualified professional like Don. He's a CPA and a CFP. And you can call him at 800-664-1183. Any final thoughts on the uh, the Irma before we uh, wrap this up? Yeah, a couple of things that come to mind. One in particular, Roth IRA income does not count as income for the purposes of determining the surcharge. Another uh, wonderful benefit for the Roth IRA, and the Roth IRA just turned 20 years old last year, Mark, so happy anniversary to the Roth IRA. (laughs) Uh, If if you convert your traditional IRA to a Roth IRA, uh, you may benefit. So the conversion can be a delicate process to kind of, we have to keep the income under a certain limit to make sure it doesn't kick off another surcharge for that year. You know, the Roth IRAs is riddled with confusion for people. But one thing to remember is when you reach age 70 and a half, there's no required minimum distribution either from a Roth IRA for the owner. Keep in mind the tax code is scheduled to change back to the old higher rates after the year 2025. So the tax code that we have that went into effect last year is really by law a temporary tax code. So there are advantages right now to planning for the next several years to make sure we can minimize taxes and maximize many of these benefits that exist. All right. Well, great show. Great information here on the podcast, Your Money and Your Life with Don. Uh, and that was the Medicare Irma season. And again, you know, you can check this out and you can go back. Great thing about podcasts is you can re-listen, back things up, and you can use our little timestamps to uh, go and jump to the spots that interest you. And with that, let's turn our attention now to our cash connection. It's time for the mailbag. We want to hear from you. 
All right, so our email question this week, Don, is from Randall in Little Silver. And he says, Don, I'm in my mid-50s, and I don't have much save for retirement at all, but I own my own business, and I'm having a huge year. Best I've had by far. Now, so I'll have some big profits that I can invest for my retirement. Can you give me some places to start? Well, first of all, congratulations to Randall, right? I mean, he's having the best year uh, ever, best year so far. And I'm hearing more and more of that, which is great. So kudos to you, Randall. One thing I would suggest for someone in his own business uh, who is self-employed, and we don't know the nature of the the filing, whether it's a sole proprietorship or an LLC, subchapter S, that sort of thing. But I would suggest that Randall can look perhaps into what they call a SEP IRA. And again, one of those acronyms, Mark, stands for Simplified Pension Individual Retirement Arrangement. So it's simply a type of an IRA that allows someone who's self-employed like Randall to perhaps contribute more money into his IRA, defer his taxes, reduce his taxable income for that year. And I'm not sure if he's married or single, that could have an effect as well uh, in terms of how much taxes he pays this year and in the future. So where a traditional IRA limits the contributions to $7,000, per year at his age with income limitations. So for example, a huge year like Randall's had would likely shut him out of a traditional IRA. A SEP IRA, typically for the self-employed, will allow up to $56,000 or 25% of his income in a tax-deductible contribution. So far more funds can be allocated into the SEP IRA than a traditional IRA. And he could set up a SEP IRA with almost any bank or financial institution. We have several clients with these and and they work great for self-employed people. All right. Well, great question, Randall. Thank you so much for submitting that into the program here on Your Money and Your Life. And with that, we're going to wrap up with our getting to know you this week. Don, what is your ideal way to relax after a hard day or a hard week at work? Oh, this is a great question, Mark. I love this because I love relaxing on the weekends. And, you know, usually my plan is I do work often half a day on Saturday and there's many things to do around the house on Saturday, you know, chores and activities. So uh, usually on a Saturday night after a hard work week, my wife, Kathy, and I have a regular what we call date night, typically it's on Saturday, sometimes on Friday. But that's our unwind time where we have a, a nice dinner. We we walk and sit on the park bench at the river with a coffee and just talk about the week and unwind and relax. And, you know, it's getting more difficult to do that now with the weather being colder and colder and taking that walk after dinner and sitting in the park. But certainly uh, our time to relax and unwind is that Saturday night, date night. And often for the family, it's a time. Sunday morning uh, at church and after church, that's our time to to relax and, and unwind together as a family. Very cool. Well, that's always good to hear. And uh, yeah, date night is a good idea. That's for sure. It certainly helps uh, things move along. So there you go. That's our podcast this week on the show. Thanks as always for tuning into it. And again, if you have not subscribed, make sure you do so, uh, whether it's Spotify or Apple Podcast or Google or whatever platform of choice you would like to use. Uh, We certainly appreciate that. And you can find the podcast at donaldcash.com. That is donaldcash.com. Or you can just simply search out Your Money and Your Life podcast. 
with Don Cash, whichever one benefits you. And as always, if you have questions, make sure you give Don a call at 800-664-1183. That's 800-664-1183. Don, my friend, have yourself a great week, and I will talk to you pretty soon. You too, Mark. Be well. We'll see you next time right here on Your Money and Your Life. Investment advisory services offered through Donald W. Cash & Associates, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of New Jersey.